Good morning and welcome. With all that's going on in our world, there has never been more of a need or more calls to prayer. Internationally, nationally, congregations and small groups are all gathering over media to call on God. So many have asked for teachings on how to partner with God that we've put this podcast together so we can enjoy an encounter with God. My name's Lise, and each week we will explore a portion of scripture and then use that to partner with God and pray for our families, churches, and countries. Psalms 25:14 tells us that the Lord confides in those that fear him. If you've got 15 to 20 minutes to change your world, I look forward to being with you to bring God's hope and change. If your heart is to hear God's heart, then this time together is for you. Good morning and welcome to our new endeavor where we experience the joy, rest, and power in partnering with God in prayer on Enjoy and Encounter. It's been so exciting to watch as God's people everywhere are crying for and organizing clarion calls to prayer. People throughout the nations are realizing the importance in this hour to fight the dark with the light of God's ways and words. Some are seeing for the first time how quickly our rights or freedoms are being taken. We are realizing the necessity of fighting to keep those freedoms and to possess the promises that God has given us as individuals and as nations for his power and might to invade the land through revival and awakening. This first episode will establish the format of breaking down a portion of scripture then praying it through together. This morning we will see what Nehemiah did during times that were disturbing and how he cried out to God to bring change for those whose lives were not going well. And then he asked God for God to grant him favor for the work that he was going to do on behalf of God's people. God, we invite you into this time. We're excited by what we will hear you say and where you will take us in your word. We invite you to open our hearts and minds and ears of understanding to hear what your word would say to us in this day. Amen. A couple of weeks ago, having been on social media too much and not in the word enough, I could feel the heaviness setting in. I worshiped the Lord for a few minutes before falling asleep and awoke the next morning with fresh determination. I was going to put the world away for a while and be with the only one who could take my weariness and change my focus. As I reached for my Bible, I asked the Lord where he wanted me to read. I felt him say, Nehemiah 1. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me there. As I read, I noted how like our day this was. Verse 3 tells us, Things are not going well for those who return to the province of Judah. They are in great trouble and disgrace. That sounds like today. As I continued to read, I remembered Nehemiah was a cupbearer. And my friend had once prophetically declared that God had called us his cupbearers. At the time, I thought this designation was very odd, since all they did was serve a drink to the king. But she informed me that historically, it was a position of high rank and influence, a place of confidence for the king because a cupbearer had to be completely trustworthy due to the constant plots against the monarchy. 
I thank God for this memory, and I thank Him that He counted me trustworthy enough to share His heart. And so I began to pray Nehemiah's prayer, but for our time, over our people, and our country. And then I went to play with my grandson. But later, while scrolling through my messages, a friend had written that they could not sleep and they were so troubled and disturbed because of what they were learning about and with all the things that were happening in our world. I encouraged them not to stop learning the truth. Even though it's difficult and painful, this is not the time for us to ignore the realities of what's happening. But instead, we need to partner with God in prayer. The events in the world are affecting us more and more now. Therefore, we can no longer ignore them. The things that we have closed our eyes and ears to for far too long. God means for us to know about these things because he wants us to partner with him to change them. I remember when my son was young, he had heard me weeping in my room. And he opened the door to find me on my knees and said, Mom, why do you do this? I said, because, honey, God needs an army of us to pray his will into reality and from our knees he will show us if we need to do more you know those secret agent movies that you like where the military go in covertly while everyone else is asleep they save the world from imminent disaster and the rest of the world is blissfully unaware well we can be those heroes in prayer and on our knees no one knows what we're doing but it is changing and saving a lot of them and the world that they know and for us as well. This friend that was having so much trouble and was having such depression and an inability to sleep was reassured that perhaps like Nehemiah, in the asking what was wrong, God would propel them to weep and fast and pray about all the wickedness being uncovered in our world. Nehemiah didn't ignore what was going on with his Jewish brothers and sisters, even though it didn't affect his life. Nehemiah 1 and 2 says, Hanani, one of my brothers, came to visit me with some other men who had just arrived from Judah. I asked them about the Jews who had returned there from captivity and how things were going in Jerusalem. Nehemiah was living in a fortress of Susa under King, the reign of King Artaxerxes, yet he was asking about the Jews who had gone back to Jerusalem to rebuild. He bothered enough to inquire, and when he found out, as we just read in verse 2, that things weren't going well and that the people were in trouble and disgrace, he didn't just shrug his shoulders and go back to work. He didn't go to bed depressed and wearied by the hopelessness of it all. Instead, he reacted with God's heart. The Bible tells us in verse 4, When I heard this, I sat down and wept. In fact, for days I mourned, fasted, and prayed to the God of heaven. And then I said. So Nehemiah responded right away with mourning. It's okay to cry about difficulties. But instead of making it about himself and how depressed and worries it made him, He fasted and prayed to the God of heaven. He worshipped first, then he repented, then put God in remembrance of his word and his promises, and then he invited God to move and prayed for the strategy of God into the actions that he would later take to help. What better time than right now for us to go into the prayer portion of our encounter with God so we can partner with him just as Nehemiah did in verses 5 
to 11. Together we will use his prayer as a rough template to cry out to God ourselves for what is happening in our world and what God wants for us to do in the midst of it. O Lord God of heaven, you are the great and awesome God who keeps your covenant of unfailing love with those who love him and obey his commands. Thank you, God, that you love us. Thank you for creating us to have communion with you and for wanting us to come to you. Thank you for the blood of your covenant, for your power is in the blood through your sacrifice. You decreed that your blood covenant would protect us and keep us safe from the attack of the enemy, provide for us and bless us with your presence. We are part of your covenant. So we call on the name of Jesus and the power of your blood. Listen to my prayer. Look down and see me praying day and night for your people Israel. Thank you that you hear us, God. Your word tells us that if we cry, you will hear from heaven. I confess that we have sinned against you. Yes, even my own family and I have sinned. We have sinned terribly by not obeying the commands, decrees, and regulations that you gave us through your servant Moses. Father, like Nehemiah, we also repent and confess that we have sinned and we have partnered through the sin of tolerance and even in the name of Christianity with those things that would break your heart. We desire to walk in righteousness and holiness and again abide by the strength of your word over what man says or instructs. Please remember what you told your servant Moses. If you are unfaithful to me, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and obey my commands and live by them, then even if you are exiled to the ends of the earth, I will bring you back to the place that I have chosen for my name to be honored. Thank you, Father, for your word that tells us to put you in remembrance of your word. You tell us to do this not because you forget, but because you intended from the beginning that we would use your word as a prayer tool to partner with you. Help us to read your word so that we might know it, that we might bring it back to you in prayer because you said your word does not return void. We see how powerful your word is. You gave this prophetic word about bringing your people back from the ends of the earth thousands of years ago, and it's come to pass in my lifetime. Thank you for declaring that you work to perform your word. And that is true, not just of things written long ago, but your words that you declare through your prophets and your people, even today. You are the God of Nehemiah, and you are our God. The people rescued by your great power and strong hand are your servants. O Lord, please hear my prayer. Listen to the prayers of those of us who delight in honoring you. You tell us to come boldly before the throne of grace, that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. Father, we have great need of you. We have great need of righteous government and for strength and peace for your people and our families and this world. We pray that you would make haste to help us, O Lord our God, O God of our salvation. Please grant me success today by making the king favorable to me. Put it in his heart to be kind to me. Lord, just as Nehemiah knew he needed to go before his employer and ask for help, and he needed your favor to do that, 
we ask that whatever you are calling each of us to at this time, that you will show us where we need to go and what we need to do. We ask for your strength, wisdom, love, and strategy. We ask for you to bring about whatever resources or people are needed to accomplish all that you want of us. If it is being still and quiet before you, then that is what we need to do. If it's spending more time in our prayer closet or joining with others in prayer, help us to be mindful of that and to hear it and to heed it and obey. Whatever it is, motivate, propel, and compel us to your wisdom. And we ask that you would grant us favor and blessing in everything we put our hand to. For you and for your kingdom, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for joining together for prayer today. We hope you can join us again at Enjoy and Encounter. For a list of the scriptures used today and other encouraging words, please go to Enjoy and Encounter on Instagram. Thank you and have a wonderful day.